Hello, this is Judy Barkoviak here from NLP and EFT Kids. Uh, this is my podcast, which I want to share with you um, as perhaps parents, teachers, maybe even children and teens who may be listening. Uh, although I realise that's probably a little unlikely as they're much more interested in uh, following TikTok and things like that. Perhaps I should be on TikTok. Um, so, the reason that I have decided to um, record this podcast today is because I was on my dog walk this morning in the woods and it reminded me of work I've done with children using metaphor because children find it quite difficult to explain their feelings. Many of them pick up terms on the internet such as uh, anxiety issues or um, anger issues, various things like that, Um, perhaps not completely understanding what they are. And in NLP terms, these are called nominalizations in so much as they're very vague, quite broad brush um, terms, which really mean nothing um, as such unless you actually understand what the um, individual belief is behind it. Uh, for example, that one person's anxiety isn't going to be the same as another's. Uh, one person might get anxious about putting their hand up in class. Another child might be anxious about talking to somebody they don't know or um, might be anxious about eating in front of um, people at school. I have a number of children who find that quite difficult. Uh, in fact, quite a few who have sort of eating and sleeping problems right now. Um, So anxiety can uh, relate to all sorts of different issues, as can anger. And um, when uh, children try to express their feelings, they can get a bit tongue-tied and a bit unsure and feel that they may be judged, they may be asked questions. And quite often they're asked why they feel they do as they do. Um, Because uh, I guess, you know, Parents want to help, teachers want to help. So a child says, I'm really feeling anxious. And the, the teacher may say, you know, why is that? Um, and they have to come up with something. So what um, I find very helpful uh, when working with children is to actually not ask them direct questions. And I learned this very much when uh, I was in my market research career uh, for 20 years, in fact, before I started working with children in a coaching way. I used to work with children doing children's qualitative market research, running focus groups and so on. And I was lucky enough to be trained by Bill Schlackman, a motivational psychologist from America. And he was very uh, instrumental in training all of us uh, research uh, execs on um, psychodrawing, psychodrama, uh, metaphor, projective techniques, and so on. And so I'm very well used to using these as ways to find out how children feel about sort of products, pack design, new product development, TV shows, and so on. And so it became uh, very much a natural way for me to use that in therapy. And I find it works extremely well. Um, And I want to tell you about it because you may be a parent wondering, you know, how do I get my child to talk about their feelings? How do I get to understand what's going on? You know, they seem to be quite angry. They seem to be quite anxious. They're not sleeping. And naturally, you're worried about them. Of course you are. 
Um, and it is the most natural thing to sort of say, what's the matter? What can I do? How can I help, etc. But unfortunately, children often can't find the words to, uh, to explain. And so what they do is they go into their conscious mind and try to give you a fairly sort of sensible, logical, rational um, explanation, like, oh, I'm worried about my tests, or I'm worried about this, that or the other. Um, but actually, there's usually a lot more to it um, that they can't explain. So what um, I would like to share with you is how to use metaphor. Um, the most easy way to, to use it is as it crops up in a natural way, sort of in a casual way, rather than actually going and finding things and saying, you know, how is this a metaphor for how you feel? Much easier instead to, um, to maybe uh, find some, uh, some way as you're just chatting naturally. So for example, if you uh, go out for a walk with your dog and you're in the woods, um, there'll be lots of natural um, phenomena. There'll be like trees and bark and flowers, plants, grasses, stones, um, cloud formations, uh, birds, um, branches, leaves, <laughs> I could go on. But um, you, you really have uh, a whole natural um, environment there that uh, gives children a whole load of choice um, about what they pick. So and you can do this in the garden, of course, as well, if you're lucky enough to have a garden. And you can say, you know, if, um, you know, if you just look around you, you know, can you see anything that sort of makes you think about, um, you know, what you've talked about, you know, your anxiety, what would be a good sort of, you know, is that that tree or that bark or that leaf or that branch you know can you see anything that just makes you think oh that my anxiety is like that or my anger can be like this um, or you know how I feel is like that um, and they will find something trust that they will you can even look perhaps just outside the in the garden um, and say you know what strikes you you know what do you notice in the garden and and how, how is that is there a way that you ever feel just like that um so you can use the natural natural environment you can also get pictures um you know just flick through a magazine maybe and just say can you find anything here that sort of reminds you of how you feel or um if you collect shells or if you have um various sort of objects around you um you can just ask about those I remember actually one of my very first students was um, a, a doctor and what she said was she, she trained in NLP with me, oh gosh, I think back in sort of 2001 and she wanted to have some techniques to use to, to understand children and to talk with children um, in a sort of very relaxed way to build rapport so she could find out how she could help them. And she said that because she uh, often wasn't in her own um, surgery, she was perhaps um, uh, using somebody else's room, she couldn't necessarily have a whole load of stuff. So she would just use what was around her. And what struck me was she said that she could even pick up, say, a stapler, just an ordinary office stapler and say, you know, how are you like this stapler? And um, and actually, if you think about it, you, you know, the stapler 
you know, clacks together, doesn't it? You know, well, that could be like a child um, sort of answering back or being angry. Um, stapler is quite practical. They're quite, they, they can do stuff. You know, maybe the child feels they can do stuff. Um, you can fiddle on the thing underneath, which can either sort of remove a stapler or take the stapler, put the staple in. So that's quite flexible, has two uses. Um, you could, there's all sorts of ways you can open it up and you can be quite tall. Um, so take just take an, an everyday object and just ask your child, how are you like this? Uh, the other thing you can do is children have lots of toys. Um, they they can ask, you can ask them how are you like this teddy bear? How are you like this whatever this um, bunny rabbit? This uh, so just look at their cuddlies sort of lined up on the bed. I know my kids had them sort of lined along the bed. It's hardly room for them. You know which of which of these is most like how you feel today? Um, you know how does Teddy feel? How does bunny feel how does whatever feel puppy feel um which is also um you know a way of getting them to to talk in a, a projective way sort of putting their feelings onto their their particular cuddlies you can um, ask them what color you know if your if your feeling had a color what color is that today if your feeling was a bird um what what bird would it be um, what animal is your feeling you know if they say i'm feeling sick in my in my tummy and i don't want to go to school if that sick feeling was um uh, an animal what animal is it tell me about the animal what does the animal want how is the animal feeling um what does the animal need you know um i remember um a while back i had a, a lovely uh, 10 11 year old client who was um studying for her 11 plus and so she was having to do extra sort of tutoring type of homework. And she said sometimes she gets a, a headache. And she said that um, headache was in the center of her head. And I said, if it was an animal, what animal would it be? And she said, it's an ugly brown swamp monster. I mean, amazing. I mean, working with children is just so fantastic. They have the most amazing creative minds. It's such a pleasure to work with them. So I asked her, what does your ugly brown swamp monster want? And she said, it wants to go in the rainforest. So I suggested that she just tap it. And in fact, um, where the swamp monster was, was sort of actually on the point uh, between the eyes on the forehead, which is actually our, um, our third eye. And it's our intuition uh, energy center, which is interesting. And I suggested that she just tap on it and just tell it it can go. So she just tapped and she said, go on, ugly brown swamp monster, off you go to the rainforest. And she used that then um, to get rid of that feeling of, of pressure and a headache um, that she had when she was studying. So what I'm really saying here is um, instead of asking the direct question, you know, of why do you feel like this or when do you feel like this or, you know, whatever, instead um, go for a metaphor. So when you feel like this, what's it like? 
What animal are you like when you feel like this? What animal would you like to feel like? You know, children will come up with, say, a mouse, you know, if they're feeling quite shy and quite nervous, um, they might say they feel like a mouse. You know, what animal would you like to feel like? Well, I'd like to feel like a, a roaring lion or a tiger or something like that. Um, so how could you change your mouse into a roaring lion? Could you just do a bit of magic? Could you just um, maybe do just tap on your and of course tapping is something I use a lot with uh, children and teens. Can you just tap on the side of your hand and just magic that mouse into a roaring lion just by tapping on the side there and of course they can do that at school you know anything that you can teach them like a nice little technique that they can use at school is just fantastic because you know they're not around you all the time they're going to have these feelings you know at school and the playground and so on so you can use something like EFT tapping to help them you can set up an anchor which is an NLP technique where you get them to make a sort of um, either to, to, to imagine uh, something uh, maybe imagine that roaring tiger maybe they can make as if they're doing a sort of roaring tigery sort of noise um, or you can perhaps do like a thumbs up or some other sort of um, action for them to remember that uh, and so there's lots of techniques I mean one of the things that I you know I love to do is to help parents um, and teachers of course in sharing some of these techniques with the children that they that they love that they care for that they work with um, I train as you know um, I train people in working with children but I can also help you as a parent um, you just book an appointment with me talk about you know how you'd like to help your child and I can give you some tips and techniques um, to pass on to them and I actually offer 30 minutes free and you can pick up a few tips in that time so please do get in touch um, if uh, if you'd like me to do that with you so use metaphor use an indirect approach really channel your child's um, imagination and creativity to understand how they're feeling uh, and just my last point in fact if you go to um, uh, my book understanding children and teens a practical guide for parents teachers and coaches this is explained in a lot more detail um, with lots of exercises and activities that you can do with them. Okay, so I hope you found that helpful. And my website is judybartkoviak.com. Okay, bye.